JM and the AM on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, our friends at Yashar Lachayal, who are used to supporting the Israeli army and its soldiers as best as they can, uh, for years they put together uh, amazing projects. And if you go to any town in Israel, their presence is felt uh, with what they do for the soldiers, both in towns and on the roads, etc., etc. Yashar Lachayal does not need uh, a long introduction for this audience. Moshe Hurt is with us live via telephone. He is in the southern part of Israel. He is uh, on Miluim. He is in the Israeli Army Reserves uh, doing his reserve duty as we speak, and he's project manager for Yashar Lachayal. Moshe, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. It's a huge schuss. Uh, I remember 20 years ago listening to every day, every day to school, listening to your program, so... I appreciate that very much. It's our schuss to speak to somebody who is defending the state of Israel and the Jewish people at the moment. Uh, can you tell us where you are? You, you said to me off the air, it sounded like you're in the southern part of Israel. Does it get more specific than that, or that's all you'll reveal this morning? So I can't tell you exactly. I'm, I'm very close to the southern uh, part where everyone's hearing the news. Uh, we're on call right now to be called at any part of the country, whether it's down south or north or anywhere else. Um, right now, and uh, we're ready to go to protect the country. Look, you know, I mean, you're very, you're obviously very familiar with the Jewish community of this area. You know that we are uh, thinking of you and praying for you, and I mean the collective you constantly, especially since the beginning of this whole episode. Um, uh, so you you can understand, even though it might be hard for native Israelis to understand how Jews in the diaspora would feel the pain. You understand that we are uh, feeling a measure of the pain here. Uh, and all we continue to do is pray for you, and you should stay. You and your comrades, your colleagues, should stay safe and be blessed by the one above. Uh, okay, we got to talk about Yashar Lachayal because we're trying to feature um, uh, causes that we are familiar with, causes that always, year-round, no matter when, are there for the soldiers of Israel. But obviously this week uh, they've stepped up their efforts like crazy. What could you tell us in general about Yashar Lachayal, and what could you tell us about what they're specifically doing this week? So what's incredible about Yashar Chayal is that we're on the ground on the front lines, and literally right now I'm on the front lines, and we see exactly what the soldiers need, and we make sure to provide them uh, exactly what they need when they need it. So on the no- normally it's, uh, uh, it's every day, every day we're, we're always, always dealing with this, and now specifically because of everything that's going on, we've opened up a, a huge, huge warehouse in Modine, and I've been bringing things from all over the world right now and providing for uh, for the soldiers on all areas, on the a, a northern border, southern border, in Yudabu Shamon, uh, whatever soldiers need, uh, we take care of it. I've been receiving calls from uh, officers and commanders throughout the most elite units throughout the uh, uh, throughout the army, and we have a huge team right now just working on uh, providing everything they need, whether it's uh, um, uh, humanitarian needs with hygiene products, food, um, gear that they need right now, we're taking care of everything that, uh, that they need. Um, it, it sounds like, and I'm not at all being uh, sarcastic, obviously, it sounds like the needs are endless when it comes to necessities, when it comes to food, when it comes to supplies, when it comes to certain types of equipment. It sounds like uh, the needs right now are endless. And I'm assuming the more financial support you guys have, the more you're able to keep this operation going at full steam. 
the financial support is obviously the most important thing in addition to your the feel to your prayers. Um, but because there's so many soldiers that were called called up, both soldiers that uh young soldiers but also reserve duty soldiers, the amounts are probably the biggest since uh the Yom Kippur War. And uh soldiers we're not expecting to be done for for so long. Right now it's been almost a week and it could be for, for many more weeks. That's what we're preparing for. So anything, uh, the financial support is, is, goes a very long way, and we're going to need uh, to keep uh, to keep coming for uh, at least a few more weeks. I hope some of the supplies that you're storing and eventually over the next couple of days will give out. I hope some of them have come from the United States. Have those shipments arrived from the U.S.? The, because a lot of people here are collecting in this area. Yeah, so I think some have arrived already. We know that a huge shipment is landing today, and it'll continue landing. And then we're going to, according to um, the situation here, we're going to keep uh, assessing it and seeing how much more we have to bring. What kind of operation uh, is this? I mean, you know, we talk about Army operations, and you, again, are in a situation that, uh, uh, you know, we, we know the levels of danger, God forbid, that, that the soldiers could be in. What type of operation does Yashar Chayal have to have? I'm assuming you have volunteers everywhere just trying to get everything and to utilize the 24 hours in the day to, to simply, you know, use the time wisely to get these supplies to everybody. Well, so we, we kind of break it down into a few different areas. The first one is our our Pinot Chamot, our warm corners. We have all over the Shimon, all over the country, also on the northern border and the southern border. These are warm corners that throughout the year um, serve hundreds and thousands of soldiers patrolling the area. Now even more so, now that everyone's on the border, there's tons of soldiers in uh, also in, in uh, Yudav Shimon and volunteers, uh, over 80 volunteers throughout the country that are in touch with us at all times, providing food for the soldiers in uh, that are still patrolling uh, the communities of Israel. So that's one thing. That's an area where we have uh, volunteers in the field doing that. We also have a team, obviously, sitting in an office, receiving calls nonstop from, from units everywhere, and telling you from tanks, from artillery, uh, from the Air Force, throughout the, uh, the IDF. We're receiving calls, and the people actually on the ground um, taking these things around. And then you also have, we have people like me that are, that are literally uh, soldiers that are, are reporting back to see uh, what's important and what's not important. If we thought something was important yesterday, now we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be flexible and change it to the next day if things change. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen in this precious audience that's always supported important causes, uh, Yashar Lachayal is a proven commodity. Uh, they, they're there all year round. And as Moshe Hurt just mentioned from the front lines in the southern part of Israel, uh, they've got Pinot Chamot. They have these uh, warm corners, as they're called, uh, all over Israel, where, where generally speaking, soldiers can come and get a little bit of respite, some food. Um, sometimes some home cooked. I've, I've been in Pinot Chamot where, where there are people behind the counter, you know, making fresh soup and things like that. Uh, but now, obviously, this effort is being stepped up uh, by God knows how many times. Uh, they've got uh, uh, an amazing network of opportunity here to continue to supply necessities, food, equipment, and anything that uh, the soldiers need all over Israel. Go to yasharlachayal.org. It's spelled the way it sounds, Y-A-S-H-A-R, Yashar, Lachayal, L-A-C-H-A-Y-A-L.org, and give what you can, and you could read all about everything that they're doing now and all about what they do year-round in Israel. Moshe, I, I, I need you to comment for me. Um it sounds like, and if I'm wrong, you'll correct me, but you you likely went to high school 
uh, somewhere in uh, either in or near Bergen County, New Jersey. That's what it sounds like based on what you told me. Uh, and at some point, obviously, you decided to uh, head to Israel and become part of the uh, effort of defending the, the Jewish people by being a soldier in the IDF. Uh, and obviously now uh, you and your comrades, your colleagues are in this type of situation. Um, what, could, what could you tell us 6,000 miles away about the, uh, the need that a young Jewish American man felt to go and be on the front lines in Israel? Well, I'll explain. If I understand the question, you be asking why I decided to join. Correct? Basically. So, so if, we, if I have a minute or two, basically, uh, there's a famous uh, pasuk when the Jews uh, first come into Eretz Israel, uh, the first time back 2,000 years ago. Um, part of the Jewish people were, were scared. Uh, not scared, but they, they wanted to stay on the other side of the Jordan River and ask Moshe Rabbeinu if it's possible they can uh, they can stay there on the other side. And he responds, I'll say in Hebrew and in English, Your brothers will go to war and you'll stay here. And I think that's what I felt as a young kid. How is it possible that uh, that our, our brothers are fighting? How can they not join? And again, I'm not criticizing anyone out there. All the support's amazing. It's not made for everyone, but I felt I had the opportunity, opportunity to do it, so I jumped on the... An opportunity to come and protect us, and um, it's a real for me. It's my dream come true to be sitting here now with my brothers. The morale is high. Um, we're excited to be here for not just the people living in Israel, for the Jewish people around the world, and we're excited to to finish this mission and have you guys come for Hanukkah and and uh, enjoy your trips here in Yerushalayim. And it's going to be a safer place than it ever was before. Wow. Uh, anything else you'd like to add about Yashar Chayal? So again, like we said before, Yashar Chayal, I think is, uh, like I said, Yashar Chayal means straight to the soldier. Um, we're here for the soldiers. Uh, we can't appreciate uh, the support. Uh, it's been unbelievable. And we, we are the, we are the uh, location to, to reach the soldiers. That's 100%. We're, we're with the soldiers 24-7, and we're, we're providing for them as much as possible. So um, anything that you guys can do to help us, uh, will help the soldiers directly and help us protect, uh, the state of Israel and the Jewish people around the world in the best way possible. Yasharlachayal.org. Yashar, Y-A-S-H-A-R, Lachayal, L-A-C-H-A-Y-A-L.org. Moshe Hurt, stay safe, my friend. Keep inspiring the Jewish people with what you're doing. Uh, and Kolakavod is all I could say. Best regards to everybody that you're uh, standing alongside in this effort to defend the Jewish state and the Jewish people. Thank you so much, and good luck to all of us. Without this one. Wow. What's it like to hear someone like that at that age talk about the commitment that he and his uh, and his friends, his colleagues, have made to the defense of the state of Israel and the Jewish people? and the protection of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Unbelievable. Moshe Hurt, who obviously is from this area and is now in one of the more difficult areas of the world, the southern border in the state of Israel. And uh, we are, of course, wishing him and his uh, friends, colleagues, all those young soldiers, the best of luck and Hashem's constant protection as he and they defend 
Israel and the Jewish people.